0: Noah Syndergaard MRI at the hospital for special surgery. There was soreness in his right index finger. MRI shows a strained ligament, and he was placed on the DL today. Mets and Braves tonight in Atlanta, and rain in the forecast for Georgia once again. Stephen Matz against Annabelle Sanchez. Yanks and Astros middle game of three at the stadium tonight. CC Sabathia against Charlie Morton. Astros winning on Monday. It's on the Fan Yankee Baseball Yankee pregame at six twenty-five. For the fourth straight year, it's the Warriors and Cavaliers in the NBA Finals. Kevin Love of the Cavs is in concussion. Protocol his status for Game 1 Thursday night is unknown. At the French Open, there's attention on Serena Williams. Serena hasn't played in a major since winning her 23rd Grand Slam title back in the 2017 Australian Open. of her Child back in September had not played a single competitive match on clay this season until today. And she won her first-round match over Christina Pliskova, 7-6 for the tiebreak and 6-4. Giant camp today, voluntary workouts. No Odell Beckham Jr. Coach Pat Shermer knew ahead of time he would not be present today. Did say Odell is looking forward to getting out on the field and getting close to being fully cleared from injury. And why not Brandon Marshall, a one-year deal with the Seattle Seahawks. And this report, it is sponsored by Walgreens. It's almost time for summer, which means it's time to go to Walgreens. Trusted summer essentials. You need a great value and get ready for summer care no matter where. Walgreens trusted since 1901. 84 degrees and sunshine. And that's what's happening. Sports Finance is at the top of the hour. This is John Benko on Sports Radio 101.9 FM and Sports Radio 66. And you can listen to the fan anytime, anywhere. Download the radio.com app and favorite us today. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. He'll get you the
1: sports and it will, he can. It's Mike Francesa on the fan. Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM WFAN. From the studios of WFAN, this is Mike's on, Francesa on the fan on this beautiful Tuesday, the 29th day of May, after a, a busy Memorial Day weekend lot to talk about. I mean, we have so much to talk about today, folks. We might stay to 10. I mean, I really. I don't, I don't think I can get it in in three and a half hours. So the Yanks will wait. They'll hold the game up. It'll just be, you know, a little delay. It'll be worth it, though. Think they can all just gather around and wait, and then we'll uh, play it sometime around 10 tonight. No, they will play uh, on time, I promise, at 7.05. Uh, We have Yankee tickets to give away. The Yankees will try and bounce back after yesterday's game. Won't be easy, though, because Morton's had their number lately, and he will go tonight against Sabathia. So much to talk about. Uh, We can get into the hockey, and wasn't that an extravagant open last night? Uh, Just a wonderful open. We'll get to that before game one. Uh, We have a final, at least a final I didn't want to see again. But what are you going to do? We have it again, and uh, the Cavs are over, over, overwhelming underdogs uh, in the series, as you would expect. We'll get to that, too. The Bombers uh, and what's going on with them as they continue their series with the Astros. But we begin, we begin here with the Mets, and the recent news of just... Uh, The last hour or so, which I'm sure you already have, the way news travels these days, and that is that Syndergaard now has joined the long brigade on the disabled list with a ligament injury to his right index finger, which might sound like little to some, but for a pitcher, that is not a good injury. I mean, so uh, any injury to a pitcher's hand is not good, and this is a uh, index finger injury, so... uh, who knows what length we are talking about? No one's going to speculate yet, but he does have a ligament problem with his right index finger. So, uh, for the Mets, it goes from really from bad to worse. Uh, and if they had lost, if they had lost the second game last night, which I actually stayed up and watched, or right? I turned it back on and watched it after the NBA game. So I was there, you know, making the long journey in the night with that with that game last night that they at least came back and won. So that at least tempered a little bit of where we would be. But had they lost that game, it would have been a far far more intense opening uh, to the program today, but they did at least stop the bleeding in that game and stop the bewilderment is what it really is because with the Mets you just you don't have an idea of where they are because you don't get you just don't get a feeling about anything. This is a team that lacks direction. This is a team that lacks depth. This is a team that lacks quality talent. This is a team that has injury questions that you don't get any answers to. It doesn't seem like anybody gets better. And you just add to the list and add to the list. And, you know, a couple of things have worked out okay. Like Mesoraco's come over and he's, he's done some good things. He's hit some home runs. He's, he's you know, caught well behind the play. He's done, that's worked out. You got to be fair, that has. But this team has been underwhelming in so many different ways. And, you know, whether it's guys just not playing up the potential or guys just can't get healthy, and, of course, Cespedes and Frazier and now Syndergaard and, you know, not being able to cash the DeGrom, you know, starts and, again, that happening yesterday. But also the manager, and, again, I don't like to pick on the manager for this reason. The team is not very good. And the record is all you could ask for, but the record is all you could ask for because things just bounced the right way the first 12 days of the season. If they didn't, this team would be where it really feels like it should be, which is about, you know, 8, 10 games under 500. Its record belies what we are watching. They they act, they feel, uh, everything about them screams 10 under 500, and they're not. They're a game over. So, I mean, that's what the only thing that tempers a little bit some of the rage you would have about what's going on here. And let's be honest. I don't know about you, but this manager so far, and you want to give him time, he's a young guy, he's a young manager, he's a pitching coach becoming a manager, he's moving into a new team, and things haven't bounced the right way. But he's done a lot of things that make you scratch your head. I mean, not one or two, like about 152. You know, like you you wonder why he just can't get down the idea of pinch hitting the right guys in the right spots or, you know, not using pinch runners when you need pinch hitters and putting guys in the right spots. Like, you know, Reyes shouldn't be playing third base. There's no reason for him to be over there. He could be at second. Gamma could be at third. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Reyes is terrible at third base. He's terrible. He could play second. He could play short. He can't play third. It's just one thing after another, and then you wonder, you know, familiar's up, he doesn't come in. There's an in, you know, I'm going to use this guy two innings here. I'm going to do this one. To... Some of the stuff he comes up with the pitching, you just sit there and say, huh. And all it's coming, all it's leading to is a bullpen that has completely, completely unraveled, and watch the Mets blow lead after lead after lead after lead. After lead. So it is just again, the record is is not you know is not that bad. That's the one thing that keeps keeps a little bit of sanity here is they have not lost touch now every time you turn around, Washington gets farther ahead, and Atlanta looks better and better, so the idea of contending slips farther and farther away but You know, they are not buried yet, but they feel like they are. That's the thing when you watch them, when you look at who's not there, and you look at some of the performances, and you look at the bullpen, and you look at what goes on day in and day out, you think, like, this team stinks. This manager's lost, but they're not on the 500 yet. They haven't drowned yet. They felt like they already feel like they should have had the wake two weeks ago, but they're still breathing. That's the weird thing with this team right now. So that's why you cannot completely bury him. But if Syndergaard is out for any, any, and underline any period of time, you just went from next to impossible to impossible. Because there's no way this is even humanly approachable of being Anything even mediocre if he isn't there. I mean, DeGrom has pitched so well this year that you just feel terrible every time this happens. You really do, because he's just been really good. And he's competitive, he does everything you want. You know, he just, it's, it's kind of sad to watch. But it's just, it's head scratching. And then you realize that, you know, the plan is not conceived well, the direction isn't there. And then the only luck they have is bad. It just always seems that way. If they have any luck at all, it's bad. Never good. Never positive. Ball, you know, If it's going to go fair or foul, it's going to go foul. Is it going to bounce the right way? No. Not going to bounce the right way. So that's where we are with this team right now as they uh, get ready for another game in Atlanta this evening uh, with Mats on the mound. And, again, better of late, so we'll see where that takes us. The Syndergaard injury, we'll update that as far as any information we can shed on it as he goes on the DL now uh, and joins the, you know, the players already there who we just don't seem to get any uh, news on, but now Syndergaard has joined the fun, Uh on the disabled list with a ligament injury to his right index finger. So that's where we are as uh, we begin a week where they still have uh, plenty of tough games to play and, you know, the Cubbies. And then before you turn around the Yankees, I mean, there's, you know, this is a rather difficult part of the schedule and we'll see if they can somehow, somehow keep breathing. They are barely doing that. As for the Yankees, hey, this is the difference right now. The Yanks are fine. They are, you know, we know what they are, and we know where they need to improve. And when you see a team like this, and you see what this team puts on the mound, you realize where they have to improve by the time they see this team when it matters if they can, you know, get that far. Because you know this Houston team is going to be there. And you know what, Verlander has done in that uh, Astros uniform uh, has been rather remarkable. I mean, you, when he was in Detroit, let's be honest, we all wondered whether there was anything left. And we have found that there was a whole lot left. More than a whole lot. There was, uh, it was a lot left. And then you have the rest of the staff with what they are capable of doing. Now forget the bullpen. Well, they can because they were able to do that because of their starting pitching and their overall lineup, you know, talent, which is uh, plentiful. Morton has become an incredibly consistent starter. Look at the numbers, what, what he's done to the Yankees lately and what he's done overall. And he will be on the mound tonight as the Yankees try to uh, match starters and match, uh, with the, match up with the defending champs this evening. And it's a little bit of a showcase. It's a little bit of holding up the mirror and just saying, hey, here's where you got to get better. And we know where the Yankees have to get better. And that plays into all the things that we're dealing with with the Yankees right now is figuring out who can contribute in terms of the starting rotation, how long. It's why they insisted on keeping 13 pitches because other than Severino, they don't get their starting pitches to last very long in these games. They do, and that's why Cash is insistent on keeping 13 guys. 13 pitches and not getting by with 12 because he just feels he needs them because of how little length he gets from anybody but Severino. So obviously some things to deal with there in terms of slumps, in terms of production, that comes and goes there in the season. So uh, game two of that series after the Yankees, you know, one, two out of three against the Angels. Now uh, lose the opener with Verlander, have Morton on the mound today, Keichel tomorrow as they uh, play the Astros before they head to Baltimore and Detroit. Remember, they're going to play a doubleheader makeup in Detroit on Monday. And then next week, 8, 9, and 10 will be Yankees-Mets at City Field. So that's right around the corner also as the teams kind of look towards that. Plenty to get to in terms of uh, basketball. And hockey and everything else that's uh, going on as we get ready to crown a couple of champions finally have reached the finals in both sports last night opening up in the uh, Stanley Cup and then uh, this Thursday with Cleveland and Golden State both winning game sevens in very different fashion, but both winning game sevens and now uh, Golden State being established as the biggest favorite in the finals in 16 years, and that's with the best player in the world on the other team. So imagine what you're looking at in terms of the team that he has dragged, and there's no other word. Dragged is the only verb you you want to use, is dragged. Carried, dragged. Lifted isn't even good enough for what he did here in this last series and what he's done in these playoffs. This team... By all rights, should have been out in the first round, Indiana. Instead, it's in the finals, getting ready for the final. And I'm sure, just to add insult to injury, Iguodala will come back healthy just in time to add his uh, two cents to the proceedings, as if it's not formidable enough. So we'll get to all that on this uh, Tuesday program after the long holiday weekend. We will do that. We have Yankee tickets to give away also. We'll get it all rolling right after this.